0: It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. There are six things that workers should probably never talk about to their leadership team, to their managers, to their peers, to anybody for that matter. And in staying with the theme this week of lists... I thought I'd give you the top six things that you should probably never say to anyone, much less your manager. All right, coming in at number six, I really hate someone, whether it's someone on your team, someone in your department, a manager, I really hate that person. If you let leadership know that you hate someone, it shows in essence that you're not a team player, that you're not willing to flex, that you're not willing to adjust, that you're not willing to pivot, and that you're trying to practice agile, but you're not in yourself being agile at all uh just avoid hating people altogether. together hate so strong what i tell people is it's okay to not be on the same page whether it's culturally whether it's just uh you don't think or build things the same way you know that's totally fine there, there's value in diversity but it doesn't mean that you should hate someone i often say the best advice that i've ever received and the best advice that i've ever given is to leverage our differences to figure out how we can capitalize on our strengths. If we can do that, then we can turn this negative into a positive. Coming at number five, anything political. Now, I am a firm believer in radical candor, and you can ask anyone who's ever taken my class before. There are times where I bring up something political, and it's not necessarily in a vein of current politics and what's happening in the world, but I might bring up history, historical politics, to show how things have happened and use that as an example to show that that principle applies even in those days. But the truth is, you don't want to go on record as being someone who hides your beliefs or hides your opinions or hide your values, but you do want to be someone who doesn't openly discuss your stance on every political issue. Uh, I think every organization has one of these people, and I don't need to go into more detail on that. You, you already know who I'm talking about. Uh, how about number four if you're talking bad about your last employer or talking bad about la- your last manager anytime you're speaking poorly about someone else and saying oh yeah that last job was awful or that last manager oh they they did it this way and it was a nightmare if if you are talking bad about other people the first thing that person that you're talking to is gonna think is I wonder what they say about me behind my back right so it's important that you don't do backbiting you don't engage in Talking bad about managers, leaders, your past job, whatever it is. You want to make sure you just keep things clean and quick and easy and to the point. Nobody wants to hear negative things about other people and they don't want to think that you say negative things about them. Coming at number three, anything to do with your personal life and situation. Now, this was a tough one to add to the list. I, you know, I think more than anything, Leaders don't want to know that you're behind on your mortgage or that you have an overdue insurance bill or that you have bad credit and you wish you could get a credit card. I know it sounds silly, but you'd be surprised how many times I hear people who bring up personal life issues with the team, whether they're going through a divorce or that, you know, something's happened to them financially. It's it's interesting to see. But sometimes we drag personal things in with us into our work environment and it doesn't bode well for you because it shows that you're not willing to separate your personal and professional life. Now, in this day and age where everyone's working from home and personal and professional lives are starting to really blend quite a bit, my best advice for you is to make sure people are aware of your situation, but you don't have to remind people every day of your situation. <laughs> There's a difference between awareness and ineffectiveness and you know, pushing your 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 personal things that are happening on others right okay coming at number two probably one of my favorites it's not my fault oh my goodness every time you tell a manager it's not my fault they're like well whose fault is it and and it's not like it, it almost sounds like number one you're accusing them of casting blame and number two you're not taking responsibility for things that have happened. Even if it's not your fault, you could say, wow, you know, well, I don't know that it's my fault, but I don't know how to have, I, I don't know, I don't know that it's directly my fault, but I do know that we can work together to figure out how to solve the problem. And I think that's what we're looking for. We're looking as leaders, we're looking for people who take and accept responsibility, even if they're not accountable for exactly, you know, it's not, it's not their fault per se, but there's someone who's responsible enough to say, yeah, let's work together, let's see what we can do, let's figure this out, let's fix it, let's make it right that's what I want to see. And that excites me. That energizes me. And I feel like sometimes we just don't go on a limb and do that. Okay. Top of my list. Here it is. And I have heard this one more times than I can say. That's not my job. Oh my goodness. I don't care if it's part of your key primary job responsibilities as listed in your human resources description of your title. If you're asked to do something, you need to step up and get it done. You need to be one of those people that has a can-do attitude. Now, there's a difference between having a can-do attitude and being a yes person. I'm not saying you have to say yes to everything. But what I am saying is, more times than not, the thing that's being requested of you is something that's within your wheelhouse. This should not be your chance to pull out your racy card and say, oh, you know, that's not my responsibility. It, it just, it drives me crazy, and that's why I think whoever invented racy should suffer a long and painful inquisition (laughs) because it just it doesn't work out in most cases but what i can tell you is it's the team's responsibility to accept mutual accountability for the things for the products and services that they build so that they can become better over time and so that they can really yield products and services to have impact without being toxic You don't want to sit here and say, that's not my job, or that's not part of my job, or it's not my fault, it's somebody else's fault. If you're constantly casting blame and laying blame and throwing blame elsewhere, nobody's going to want to work with you, and it'll make you alienated, and it'll ostracize you from the rest of the team. Okay, so that's going to do it. I think that you know this topic is interesting because you need to keep these things on the down low, but at the same time, you often hear me talk about radical candor and psychological safety. So I think it's important for us to figure out the balance between making people aware and being on a low. That's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.